Here we are again. Tis I and my incredible host, as always, Gajo from another Majo. Or, you know, something that they say. <laughs> We're trying to make up new phrases. You're not going to make fetch work. Yeah. God damn it, Gretchen. Stop trying to make fetch work. It's really catchy. It is on. now. Like, you know, 25 years. Wait. Oh, my God. Fuck. How old is that movie? However long ago it was. I don't think it was that long because I think that movie came out like when I was in like middle school mm. or high school. I remember I used to have the biggest crush on Lindsay oh, I... man. Even when she was going through her problems, I was still like... Oh, no, was I, still I, I had a, <laughs> one on uh, on Gretchen. Um, Lacey Chambay, Chambert. But anyways. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's fucking hot. Yeah. Is it weird that I I also found it very disturbing? Like Amy, the Amy Poehler character, you know, like she's the mom with the dog, like uh, chewing Amy on the Pol- nipple. Amy Poehler. You know oh no, 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 okay, Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking Amy Schumer. Yeah, I was like, wait, Amy Schumer? isn't that like? No, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Poehler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her now. <laughs> yeah, Amy Poehler was the weird fucking mom. Yeah, she was the uh, the strange lady who let the dog like just chew on her nipples, and I was like, what? But guys, we have a very special episode for you today. Today is called the Red Flagship. <laughs> today we're going to talk about how identifying and addressing red flags in relationships. So, guy, I want you to start us off hot, oh, man. man. Give me a red flag and how to avoid see. It. But you're going in. You're going in too deep. You're going into like red flags in relationships. Like I look for red flags like when we're just in the talking phases. Like, um, but in a relationship. You know, Should by then that, it's kind of too late or you just got used to them, I'm thinking, you know, or, or they hit them so well, or you jumped into a relationship, not waiting to see these red flags. So man, uh, red flags. I mean, one is raising, raising your voice, whether them at you or you at them, like there's no reason to raise your voice at anybody unless it's to tell them, Hey, watch out or be careful. But, uh, you know, if you're angry at someone, don't raise your voice. Cause you're just gonna make shit worse. You know, you're going to say shit, something you don't mean. Or you mean it in the moment, but you're going to regret it later, but you don't care because you're mad. So, yeah, raising your voice is, is one of those. It's like, mm, game over. Like, nope, only my parents can do that. Yeah, I think what happens is, yeah, exactly. I, I uh, man, I remember I said something funny. Now, granted, this was towards a grown-ass man, but I think it, like, follows the same guidelines. Because I remember this dude was trying to yell at me at, like, this old job that I used to have. And he was like raising his voice at me. And I said, well, I said, you raise your voice at two people, at your bitch and your kids. And I'm neither one. So, you know what I'm saying? No reason to yell at me. We, we grown ass men. We could talk like grown men. But speaking to the red flag thing, I think that what happens is a lot of men and women tend to deceive themselves. And they look past those red flags because they're like, well, it's not really a red flag. It's more like a yellow flag. It's a little slow down. But I'm pretty sure I could get that flag to a green flag. You know what I mean? Like they trick themselves into thinking like, I can fix this shit. It's not that yeah, big a deal. Or, or like you said, it's not that big a deal. Like for me, one, 
Yeah, exactly. Like for me, a big one is um, uh, any sort of uh, physical abuse, like any whatsoever. Like I know some people like they like to play by like like slapping their partner and shit like that. And uh, I mean, I get it if it's sexual, that's your thing. You know what I'm saying? And they want that, they allow that. That's different. Things that fly in the bedroom does not mean that it's okay in in the outer world, uh, outside of your bedroom. And uh, yeah, man, you just kind of got to think about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I used to know this chick. She used to beat the shit out of her dude. You know what I'm saying? Like public, private, whatever. I never seen her in private, obviously, because I'm not there. But in public, I used to be like, man, I fucking feel bad for you because I know when y'all are by yourselves, like this ain't even really the business. You know what I'm saying? Like I know that it ramps up to a different level whenever y'all are like solo type shit. So to me, physical violence is a very big red flag. That's why like even if like we're just like in the talking stages or dating and shit like that, if like you hit me playing, I'm just kind of like, hey, I, I don't really like to be hit. Like that's that's not okay with me. You know what I'm saying? Like not even in a playful manner. Because the number one excuse I always get is like, well, I'm just playing. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not like, I, I, I don't play like that. That's not okay. That's a boundary I never want to I never want to cross. I'm trying to think. I can't think of the last time I got hit outside of like kink play. Um, yeah, that, that probably was 20 years ago when I was in my 20s. Um, and usually it's like, you know, the younger girls, like 18 to 22-ish, 23-ish, where they do stop and they like hit you on the shoulder, like just, you know, whatever. And, or they get mad at you. Okay. The, the biggest one, the more common one that I've seen is they get mad at you for laughing at them or making a joke of them. And it's not even a, a crazy, like you're putting yeah. them down. It's like, they make a mistake of, of mispronouncing a word or thinking like, um, oh man, I can't even think of one, but just basically where you kind of like giggle at them for not knowing the thing. And then you explain it to them, whether it's mansplaining or whatever, but they get mad at you because you laughed and then they hit you. And that's the one that I'm more common or more used to seeing. And then I just realized, you know what? Just stop talking to 22 year olds. Just anybody under 25, you only talk to them to fuck them, not to get in a relationship <laughs> and everything's going to be kosher. So, Yeah. See, like when I was like, uh, the last time I got hit, I was 19. I was 19 and I was with this girl. And see, this is where I fucked up at. Because again, it would be like playful. Like she would mispronounce something. And then like, uh, you know, I... You know me, I'm just a jokester, so I would just like kind of like make fun of her for it, like but like in a joking manner. It's not like malicious or nothing like that. Uh, but man, I forgot I forgot what fucking word it was. But she said it like really weird, and so I was making fun of her, and she got mad and she kind of just like punched me on the arm, and then she was like stop. And then the next time, like she kind of started hitting me a little bit more, like where it wasn't just one punch anymore. It was kind of like a small fury, and I'm just like laughing like ah ha 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 ha. And then you know, uh, as time goes on. Uh, one day she gets like super drunk and like gets mad, and then like she like, like she like legitimately like punched me. Not granted, it's like a pillow hit me in the face, but it's like jarring the thought that like why would you why would you hit me, type shit. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, it got to the point where like she would get drunk, she would get mad, she'd wait for me to turn around, and then she would like dig her nails in the back of my head and shit like that. Like it was it got very toxic. This is why you should pay attention to red flags. And this is also why you should set healthy boundaries because shit can get out of hand real quick. Because that happened in like the span of two weeks from the one punch on the arm to the flurry to the hitting me while she's drunk to the scratch in the back of my head. Like I still have a scar in the back of my head where hair won't grow no more because she just clawed out a chunk of my brain, <laughs> which is why I think I'm a little slow, but I can't prove it because I can't see oh. back there. <laughs> Fuck. No, I... Yeah, I hadn't had anybody hit me since... Fuck. Yeah, probably 19 as well. 19, maybe 20. But, you know, that's when I realized, you know what? Just just stop messing with these little young girls, young women. Granted, I was also in my 20s or early 20s at the time. But still, you know, I realized that older women, or not even older women, just old, mature girls, women. I don't know. How would you even define that? Because I'm, I was talking specifically like 23 to 27. Like they, they hit a, a matureness there at that age. Sometimes they get it sooner. But more often than not, between 23 and 27, I'm not talking about the wall. I'm just talking about just not being so girlish and not being so high school, if that makes a sense. Makes any sense. No, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Like for for me, because like I, I got into like a period where I was like just only dating older women because I thought it was like a young girl thing. So like I super overcorrected. 
to where like when I was 19, uh, she was younger than me. So I was like, nah, fuck that. So then I just like right after that, like the next relationship I was in, I think she was like 40 and I was like, shit, I just got out of prison. How old was I? Like 24. Yeah, I was like 24 maybe. So I was like 24. Just brand new 24. I'm talking about a month. Like I just turned 24 type shit. And then I dated her for like, and then again, this is why I say, look, when I when I give advice, it's because I fucked up and did it. I didn't wait to make her like earn the girlfriend title or whatever the fuck. So it just kind of like she had all these flags and I wasn't paying attention to it, or like they came out later on. And like I said, she was she was thirty nine, and I was and I was twenty four. We dated for like two weeks, and then we got together or whatever the fuck. And then she would get drunk and she would get mad at me because again, like you know. Cause, cause like to me, you know, I'm just like, I'm the, I'm the funny guy or whatever the fuck, but like, I just kind of make like little jokes and stuff like that. And, uh, she didn't like that whatsoever. So she got like really fucking mad. And then she like threw something at me. And then I was, uh, what were we doing? I don't, she was making like this weird pasta out of zucchini noodles or some weird vegan shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, if I was a rabbit, I'd eat rabbit food or like some dumb shit. Like it wasn't even a good joke. You know what I mean? Like it was just some dumb shit I thought of. And then she got really mad and took the, the bowl of zucchini noodles and, like, threw it at me. <clears throat> and, you know, I ducked down or whatever, it, like, shattered up against the, the cabinets behind me. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, yo? And, and she's like, that's not fucking funny. I'd spent time peeling those fucking zucchinis by myself and this, this, that, and the third. You know, talking about how much effort she put into it. And then I was like, it's a fucking joke. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like... For me, making a small verbal joke to you throwing a bowl of zucchini noodles, I said that. Do you not see the crazy elevation, like in in the in the level of that? And then she was just all fucking pissed off, and I just like left. I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm going home because I I was over at her place, and then I was just like, I'm going fucking home, man. I don't need this shit. So you gotta watch for escalation because it starts off small and then it always yeah. escalates. So another red flag is like looking for for like signs of crazy. For me, it's it's. Part of it is looking for crazy. The other part is looking for, um, what's the word? Un- unrealistic expectations. So by that, I mean, whenever you go on a date with the, with the girl, first, first, second, or third date, and they make some kind of joke or something about marriage or getting married. Uh, oh, I can see us with, you know, two kids and, an, or, or that's a lovely house. I can see us living in a house like that. Like, whoa, we're not, we're not even even if we are fucking like that is way too soon to say anything like that. And that is a clear sign <laughs> of man. Yeah. She might not be, she might be into you more than what makes uh, what's the word. Um, she might be way too into you, but not into you into the idea of the relationship. So she's like, want to get married, want to yeah. have kids tomorrow. And she doesn't care who it is. You just check off a certain amount of boxes. And so she's going to try to, like lock you in however it is. And if you don't play her script, you don't follow along with her game, then she's going to fucking go psycho on you. Trust me, you do not want to date a girl that makes jokes like that. Now, you can kind of ask some questions and kind of dig deeper and say something like, oh, hey, you know, I don't see myself getting married or, you know, I don't want any kids. I want to have X, Y, and Z in place first. And then, you know, she might back off like, oh, I was just joking. So you kind of got to gauge her reaction to what you said. And, you know, sometimes they just can kind of get caught up. Maybe they did as a little girl always wanted a white picket fence and a wraparound porch house or whatever house you saw that makes her make that comment. Maybe she really, truly did see that since her childhood. And so then you got to kind of got to figure that out. Is that something that's really innate in her that she's always wanted? Or is she just like on that uh, biological time clock that she's uh, or countdown that she's focused on? So Again, some red flags aren't always red flags. Sometimes red flags are just kind of um, false flags or misread flags. So it's just kind of like you kind of got to dig deeper if you think you want to pursue something with this woman but or man, whoever it is that you're, you're chasing after. But always make sure that it's worth it because that's your warning. That's like your first warning that, hey, it can be bad later on. Yeah, I think that people don't really like um, what's the word I'm looking for here, man? Like, uh, had a word, tip of my tongue, it's fucking gone, fuck it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you, you kind of got to just like, um, you got to gauge the situation. You know what I mean? Because not every situation is the same. Like in that instance, like 
she was trying to fill a character in her play that she already had in her head. Where in her head, she just needed person A to fill enough categories to be like, you're good enough. Like you're you you get the job. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not the you're not the perfect hire, but you're good enough. And then that can usually lead to problems, disappointment, shit like that. And this is I always have to say this because some people always get fucking upset with me. But this is not us bashing women. This is just us speaking from a male perspective of red flags we see in women. We're not saying that men are without red flags or that men are without fault. I got to let that be known because I remember, uh, man, that episode that you and me have, uh, the if y'all haven't heard it, <laughs> How to Build a Harem, go back and listen to that episode. So many people were so upset. Like, well, I posted on YouTube. It got so many downloads. I was like, what the fuck, yo? I was like, why are y'all so mad? And some people were like, this is misogynistic bullshit. They're just bashing women and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, fucking <laughs> bitch. You know, <laughs> but, you, gotta, <laughs> you know, so this is not that. But, again, this is just two guys speaking from a male perspective. Now, that being said, now that the disclaimer's out the way, <laughs> well, I hate about women. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and, uh, uh, another red flag that like to me personally i don't like is like if you're with somebody like you're together like y'all have the title of like boyfriend girlfriend and like she never wants to post you on any social media that's a red flag for for me that's a red flag i've lived through and that i've also uh witnessed to like more extremes so to me that's a red flag like if your girl doesn't post you on social media because most women will be proud i mean if you're a quality guy she will be proud to post you on social media. She'll be proud to tell people like, that's my fucking man right there. You know what I'm saying? Whereas in, uh, you have some women that uh, not necessarily are ashamed of you, but are still kind of playing the field because they're not really feeling you like that. And you're kind of just, again, a placeholder in their life right now because you give them good dick and you take care of them well enough. But they're like, maybe I can still do better. So I'm just going to keep my options open and not post them on social media. And then the number one excuse you always hear is like, well, I just don't like putting my personal life on social media. It's like, bitch, that's all social media is, is your personal life. You're putting where you're at and tagging your location. Like, and then you're only taking a photo of half the table. You're taking a photo of half the table. You're paying half the fucking no, they're not. bill. They're not paying half the bill. But, um, and see, they're gonna wash <coughs> the I'm not, I ain't gonna pay for it. <laughs> I wonder how to, how to approach that or run that situation whenever that's like, if you're dating a female that is an influencer, that is, um, an e-thought or a thought girl, whatever. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say I would never date one because you never know. Like I, I can't say never, never is going to happen. But if I were yeah. in a relationship with one, I would understand that she gets more likes and more views and more everything, more money generated for her by um, seeming available, like looking like she is single and that nobody's with her and she doesn't have a man. And so I could see that if yeah. we met and they're already at that level, but if it's like some just random girl that I'm talking to or whatever that she does, she's not verified. She doesn't have that blue check mark. Then yeah, either we're together and I'm on your social media or I'm on your, you know, boyfriend relationship status on Facebook or whatever it is that I'm around. Granted, I don't like taking pictures. I'm not a big fan of like, of course here I am on video, but I'm not one to take selfies. I'm not one to take pictures or pose with whoever I'm with, but um, <laughs> You know, I don't want her to go around seeming like she's available or pretending that she's available if we're going to be something serious, because if she's not going to take me serious on social media the way she does, because I'd still post her on mine, you know, if I can take a picture, okay, look here, we're together, blah, here, guy is not available anymore. Um, but if I'm willing to do that and you're not, fine, I can, I can, I can sling my dick around whatever I want, but that's not what I want to do. I want a relationship. So anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, uh, yeah, there's always exceptions to the rule. Like you said, if it's like an Instagram influencer and shit like that, but you already know what you're signing up for when you agree to be the boyfriend. Cause it's like, okay, I'm agreeing that you won't post me on social media, like on your like fan page or whatever the fuck. But I know you got a Finsta where you got that like private page that only your friends know about type shit. You know what I'm saying? Or you got that, like, uh, I just found out about this too. Cause I'm technologically retarded, but you know, you got that, like, uh, where you, you can post them stories to like only a certain group of people. Yeah. Like I better be posted in that shit. Like I don't give a fuck about being on the main page. Like that's cool. I get it. That's your job. That's, I, I understand that. You know what I'm saying? That's like getting with the stripper 
and then being like, hey, I don't want you to get naked on stage and shake your ass. Like, that's what you signed up for. But again, and then little personal stories, I better be in that motherfucker. Like I know all that. your stripper friends you know better know how I'm laying it down. Yeah. I better be all in the post. <laughs> exactly. I better, I better be a legend in that locker room to when I come over there, like, oh, are your man here type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's the type shit I want. But uh, there's always exceptions to every rule. You know what I mean? You got to take it by case by case basis. That's why I like, just a quick side note here. But like, dudes that like tend not to be great with women and they want you to give them dating advice, most of the time, and I mean, you can speak to this more. So, but let's be honest, most of the time they want like a one liner or a certain line to say to women and shit like that. And it's like, it doesn't work like that. It's not like, hey, you say this and then their panties will drop. Like, it, it that doesn't fucking equate. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? And it's, it's uh, what's that yeah. meme that's always around where um, yeah, it's, uh, he makes you laugh and laugh and laugh and boom, you're naked. Like, that's, that's really all it takes is to make them laugh. But you can't use the same joke on yeah. every woman. Like, some women will laugh at a certain joke. Some women like dad jokes. Other women will be looking at you like you're stupid. Others are just like, oh my God, you sound just like my dad. I don't want to date you. So you have to figure out, you have to talk to them. You have to understand them. You have to kind of gauge their reactions and go from there on how to make them laugh and how to make them feel at ease. And, you know, then you can get it in. But again, the point of it is you can't just use um, the same recipe for every person. Everybody's different. Just like you and your friends group, like you and your male friends, each one of you are different. Uh, the same attractive looking woman, you'll probably rate her as a nine. Uh, Pineapple Dan right made her made her might rate her a four. I might rate her a six, and so it just varies because we have personal tastes and everything's different. So just flip the script and realize that our perspectives and women's perspectives are different. They're not this thing that just checks off boxes. That okay, you know, I bought you dinner, I held your hand, I didn't grope you, so now you got to fuck me. Like that's not how it works. It's not transactional yeah yeah exactly man and then it's like by the way a uh, big shout out to Splashboard Radio for the for the help on the intro video and the outro song really appreciate it I swear I'm gonna put a video to that outro song haven't figured it out gotta get with Gallo but we'll figure that out but you know big shout out to Splashboard Radio for helping out with that uh, Slim Burton and Pineapple Dam uh, to, to me also and another thing that and I don't know how this is just turning into shitting on dudes having terrible game, but uh, another thing that some guys do. Break yeah, opportunity you know, here. <laughs> a certain thing that guys do. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I bash, I bash dudes too. Uh, another thing that some dudes do is like uh, they will take something that they quote unquote learned from another experience and move that into this experience. And when I say that, I mean like sexually, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, not all women are built the same. Not all women can come through penetration. Not all women can come through, you know, uh, cunnilingus, whatever the fuck, like, you know what I'm saying? That's eating pussy for you dumb fucks. Uh, and, uh, you know, if y'all want to learn more about that, man, y'all gotta go check out the episode that I did with, uh, Caitlin with at my sex coach. But it's like, they, they try to just be like, Oh, I know I lay down good dick. Because the first girl I ever fucked loved everything that I did when I was like 16 years old and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But she liked it so much, I've continued to do that well into my 30s. Like, that's a terrible, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't ask your partner anything that they like. You're just kind of being aggressive and only doing the shit that you like because you're like, oh, well, it worked that one time, so it should work again. And then your ego gets hurt when she's like, well, you know, I kind of really don't like it when you choke me or when you do this or you do that. Oh, no, I, you know I have a perfect example of that. I had a, a skater friend of mine in roller derby. She was hooking up with the number two quarterback at the university that they were going to. And while they were at college, like, you know, they would always hook up all the time. And she put up with him because he was hot and because he was popular. Like, that's the only reason she kept sleeping with him. And once she got out of college or once they both got out of college, you know, he'd reach out to her every now and again. And she didn't really want to because she knew she wasn't going to get off with him. And, you know, he'd like, oh, hey, come on, come on, come on, whatever. And so after college, she hooked up with him a few more times and she made sure that she was sober just to make sure, OK, well, maybe I was drunk and maybe that's why I couldn't come. You know, she kept trying to come up with excuses. So when she was out of college, she was like, OK, let's let's she was trying to do like an experiment, you know, try to get all the uh, equations and stuff kind of all the same and whatever. 
And so eventually she realized sober, drunk, him, both of them, both sober. It didn't matter. He was just bad in bed. He was just a fucking jackrabbit. And uh, so she just decided she's not going to talk to him anymore. And after like two or three years, he hits her up like, hey, you know what happened? I've been trying to talk to you. You never, you know, you never want to meet up. What's going on? And you, know, you get pushing and pushing to meet up. And she's like coming up with excuses. And eventually she finally said, look, you're a bad fuck. That's why I don't talk to you anymore. You've never been good. I've never come with you before. And he was blown away. Like in his mind, he's fucking Johnny football, can lay it down. All the girls want him, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, that kind of like blew his mind. And he's like, well, what do you mean? What are you talking about? All the girls love me. And it's like, they love the idea of you. They don't love fucking you. They don't like fucking you. And, you know, then eventually he convinced her, okay, well, fine, teach me. And I never followed up with her about all that, whether or not he got better or if she taught him or not. But, you know, that was kind of like where the story ended with her is that, you know, he wasn't good in bed. And so she never fucked, fucked with him anymore. Yeah, that's that's the thing, man. It's like, uh, how do I put this? Like for me, I think it's kind of important for women to play with themselves. You know what I mean? Like kind of just like explore themselves and explore their fantasy and shit. Like learn what makes you come. Because there's also like a lot of women that don't even know like how to make themselves come. So it's like, how can you teach a guy to make you come? You know what I mean? Like, because they think it's a no-no or they think it's weird or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Which I know nowadays in society is definitely a lot more prevalent. But I'm I'm a big believer in you should play with yourself because that because you know nobody knows your pussy and your body better than you do, or you know there's nothing wrong with some positive fucking feedback, man. Give me some feedback, like you know even if it's not like a you ain't got to give me directions, you know you ain't got to build me a map because I know some girls don't like doing that, but you could just kind of be like, oh yeah, daddy, I like that, or you could be like, oh slower, 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 faster, whatever the fuck, like oh uh you know uh, rub my clip when you do this, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, when I was younger, too, man, I'm not going to lie. Again, just – and it's it's pure ego. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I was – I was 17. No, I was 16. Yeah, I was I was 16, and I was fucking this, this older lady. And she was like – I say older lady. I'm fucking her age now. She was 30. <laughs> you know, I, I was 16 at the time. God, I'm old as fuck. Statutory <laughs> rape in Texas, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. I let her. So <laughs> I didn't tell. She didn't tell. She was a nice lady. She, but uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway, me and her having sex, and she wanted to like use a vibrator. Like every time she was getting like close to like you know climaxing and shit like that, so she would like grab her vibrator and like put it on her clit and stuff like that. And at first, that like hurt my little old soul. You know, I'm I'm like fragile and tender and shit like that. And I'm like, no. I'm like, you're telling me I'm not good enough. And then, you know, just saying dumb shit. And I'm like, you're telling me I'm not good enough to make you come by myself? And she's like, no, it's not that. Like, you're you're doing great, and I love it. But, like, I need this. Like, you don't understand. Like, I, I need it. And, you know, as a guy, a lot of times you don't understand because we move it up and down, the shit going to spit. So I think that a lot of guys kind of just don't – not necessarily they don't understand it. They don't want to understand it because they're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, as long as I bust my nut, like, what do, what does it matter? Because there's a lot of guys that believe, like, hey, only one person got a nut for us to procreate, and it's not her, <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Yeah. Um, technically, although the chances are higher to get pregnant if she also climaxes as well, it just makes the lubrication easier for the sperm to get in there. But anyways. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm saying it's a flawed logic, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, but I mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of guys and, and women that don't understand biology. Like, you know, depending on, on where you grew up, you know, your your uh, school district might have given, a, given you a very base, basic, like very basic, hey, boys have penises, girls have a vagina, you put one in the other and you're going to get pregnant. Like, you, you might have a little bit more detail than that, a little bit more scientific, but, you know, you don't get you know, the, the proper sexual education of, you know, pleasing your partner. It's more about just how procreation happens and don't do it. And if you do, then use a condom. Like that, that's just really all sex education ends up being, at least in high school in Texas, particularly, or even in the South, the, the uh, Bible belt and all that. And, you know, nobody bothers to have that conversation or learn yeah. about it because we see sex is so taboo. And, you know, that's why when you get into a relationship or even when you're starting dating anyone, you know, a red flag for me is 
them not taking an interest in me or, or, you know, asking me questions. And sure, sometimes you kind of get into a lull where you're like, Hey, what's your, what are you into? What do you like? And then they ask you the same question once you, once they answer it, you know, because you kind of like lose questions, lose ideas. But if they don't have the effort of trying to get to know you, that's another red flag, you know, that, that they're not, they don't care about you. And if they don't care about you enough to get to know who you are as a person, then how are you going to have that conversation to get to know what gets you off and what's going to get them off? Yeah. So like I said, I think it's just taking exactly what you said. It's taking an interest in your partner. You know what I mean? And finding out not only what, what makes them come, you know, sexually, but also what makes them happy just as an, an individual, you know what I mean? And that's something you got to kind of pay attention to. And a lot of people don't really give a fuck because a lot of people are like, Oh, it's about my self happiness and her making me happy should be what makes her happy, which I mean, to, to an extent, I guess, but no, nah, man, you know what I mean? Like, People need certain things out of a uh, out of a relationship, and so for me, another red flag. Ooh, let me take a little break, man. Let me take a little break, man. Because guy, you've been coming with the fire, man. And I feel like I'm being left in the dust just a little bit. Well, <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt that I have an outline for an episode that is red flags on a first date. So it's not out yet. I haven't even recorded it. So it's just kind of like, yeah, I'm just yeah, throwing shit out there. Yep. There we go. This is practice, man. You're just throwing shit up against the wall and certain shit is sticking. But, uh, yeah. Uh, damn, not I just right had now. it in my head. Fuck me. Uh, oh, another good one. Uh, not mm. not making time for your partner. That's a red flag for me. Like, if we make plans to do something and then you keep flaking on me, like, I people get two strikes. Like, that's it. This ain't baseball. You know what I mean? This It's two strikes and you're out. The first one, I'm like, all right, you flaked on me. You know, maybe something important came up. That's cool. We'll reschedule. And then if we reschedule, because when we reschedule, I'm going to make sure it's good for your schedule. Because I'm going to be like, all right, well, the first time it was it was best for my schedule or works best for your schedule. I'm available these days at these times. You pick the time. And then if they pick the time and then, you know, they don't fucking show up or they don't respond or whatever the fuck, like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to respond to you. I don't care if you text me the next morning talking about, hey, sorry, I got super busy, my dad's in the hospital, wherever the fuck, because I'm like, you know, I don't want to sound heartless, but I don't care. So, you know what I'm saying? That's a, that's a red flag for me, is like being really flaky and not not uh, not appreciating your partner's time. You know what I'm saying? Because especially for me, like I work a lot, so it takes a lot for me to schedule time out of my day, whether from doing the podcast or, go, or going to work or whatever the fuck I'm doing, taking time out of that to be able to go hang out with you. And then you're just like, eh, doesn't really matter. It's not my fucking time. I can get okay. behind that. It just kind of depends more on the flake. Like if they're a flake, no call, no show, then yeah, fuck them. Like they, they don't even get a second chance if it's a no call, no show. The only excuse oh, yeah. is, hey, my mother, father, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, like immediate family, somebody died or is in the hospital. Okay, fine. You call me or text me, you know, a couple hours later, I can let it slide. But she's got to make the effort to make a second date. I'm not even going to tell her, oh, hey, well, this is when I'm available. Like, I wouldn't even go that extra mile. If she wants to see me, really, she'll make the time and effort to see me or make up for it on the next date um, or the first date that didn't get to happen. Um, but so, yeah, for no call, no show, yeah. game over, no, no, just one strike. If it's, you know, something happens in the family, yeah. fine, I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll let her reschedule. But, um, you know, and then later on, if you're, dating already seeing each other and then she starts flaking on you then okay fine we're not we're not even committed so I, I don't even care if you want to see me fine but i'm gonna go you're gonna be like at the bottom of the list i'm not gonna call you up i'm gonna check with you know girl one two and three first if they don't respond then i'll hit up that you know the 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 practice team or the b team or whatever i need to figure out a whole sports analogy for them but you know they're like the pickup game, the practice team, whatever. Football, she's coming up from the practice squad. You know, the first call that I'm going to make or the first text I'm going to send out, hey, what are you doing this weekend or what are you doing tonight? Yeah, she's a relief pitcher. She's not the, you know, she's not the, she's not the starter. She's not even a relief pitcher. She's She's like on the practice team. She's like, you know, she's not even in the uh, game. She's just like, yeah, you know. Yeah, she's in triple A. Oh, she's in triple A. Okay. Got it. She's (laughs) she's in the triple land skeeter. She's not in the Astros. Water boy, great she's analogy. Even, she's not even playing. She's but, just a water boy. <laughs> what the? 
<laughs> there you go. She's right? she's the backup to the towel boy. You know what I mean? Like she's still she just uh, she stays inside the storage room just in case if mm. some weird accident happens to the towel boy. But uh, <laughs> oh goddamn. <laughs> Um, god damn, I lost my whole train of thought making that joke. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, have you ever let a third strike go? Like, I've, I've never, like, like I said, for me, it's two strikes. I've never let anybody go to a third strike as far as, like, flakiness goes. You know what I mean? Like, I've never let it go to a third strike. I don't care how fucking pretty you are, how bad you are, how interesting or how much we connected, like, through text or whatever the fuck. Like, there is no third strike for me. Has it, is there ever a third strike for I you? I have, like but this was like 2010, 11. Like it was right before I realized I was an intercourse addict. And it was this one girl that I'd been, we just kind of like kept missing and misconnecting or whatever for shit, like 10 years at that point already, 10, 15 years. And it was uh, like some girl I knew from high school and uh, like either – she was dating someone. I was dating someone. I got married. She got married. And it was just like never something never, never worked. So, and for whatever reason, I mean, she was still pretty up until her like late twenties, early thirties. And, uh, like, I just, I, I just wanted to get it in. That's it. And so she kept flaking on me because, Oh no, I don't want to ruin the friendship or whatever excuse she had. And eventually like, okay, fine. You don't want to ruin the re- friendship. That's totally fine. And my, my goal at that point was to just rail her like she'd never gotten it before and tell her, eh, I don't want to ruin the friendship. Let's just stay friends. And then she kept hounding me for a couple of years and she got mad at me and never talked to me again because I wouldn't fuck her anymore. But so I, I put up with the flakiness and the third and fourth and fifth strike just to use that as a revenge as to like put it on her so good that she still wants me and Last time I heard from her was only like two years ago, but like every, every year, year and a half, she'll like hit me up and say, Hey, when are you coming back to Houston? When are you going to do this? Call me. I want to see you. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm sorry. I was stupid and a girly back then. I just want to take things slow and be serious now. I, whatever. I don't care. I already got it in. Yeah. I, see, that's like, um, uh, that's, that's like, uh, one of, one of my friends that I know, man. Uh, I remember one time he like just kept letting this bitch flake on him and kept like uh, just doing like shady fucking shit. But he, just because he was like, man, I just I just want to fuck her so bad. And I was like, no pussy is worth the headache of what you're going through right now. I said, because you'll invite her out. And that's why like he eventually he just started inviting us out to to like, I don't want to say their dates because like they won't go to dinner. They would like go grab drinks or whatever the fuck. And so he would go somewhere and then he would invite us. And he'd be like, hey, let's go get a drink somewhere. And he's like, oh, this girl's supposed to show up. If if she shows up, like, I'm a dip. And I'm like, ah, that's fucking cool. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? I would just enjoy the time. And then she never ends up showing up. So it just turns into a boy's night, kind of just, you know, through osmosis type shit. But I, to, to me, I'm like, bro, that's like never worth it. You know what I'm saying? And she just keeps constantly flaking and basically just wanting your attention through text and shit like that. N- nothing's worth my, my time like that because my time is valuable. I'm not finna... Be oh, yeah, no, no, I, I totally agree. Like there, there, like, 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 you know, like you said, there's exceptions free. to the Flat rule time. and you know, the, that that's my one, that's my mulligan. That's the one I, I let slide and let it happen. But by and large, yeah, I agree. No pussy's worth, no, there's no pussy good enough in the world for flakiness or for crazy, especially crazy. Crazy is just, no, like, there's just, yes, crazy girls tend to be better at sex, but the relationship is fucking toxic terrible horrendous and you know you're you're lucky to get out of there without ending up in jail or prison for either killing her or for her accusing you of all kinds of crazy shit for example amber heard you know if johnny depp didn't have money he would just be a, a nobody broke in prison all kinds of crazy shit that had happened to him. and he's lucky that he also had receipts and he's lucky that he had uh, former girlfriends that no, he is a nice guy. He is a good person, blah, blah, blah. That would stand up for him. But by and large, most guys aren't that lucky and don't have that much money. So crazy is not worth it. Yeah, man. It's like, uh, funniest fucking story I've ever heard, man. Uh, I was talking to a coworker and, uh, she was telling me about her cousin and, uh, uh, shout out jazz. But she was talking about her her cousin, 
And man, that shit was fucking hilarious, dog. Because she was telling me about this. Uh, so so she's a lesbian, so she like talks to her cousins like dudes and shit like that. And you know they, they talk to her like she a whole ass dude. So it was just funny because he was fucking this crazy chick. And she was telling him like, hey, man, like you need to stop fucking with that crazy bitch. And then he's like, man, you don't understand, Jazz. Like, she just do it so fucking sloppy. And I died laughing because I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? And she's like, oh, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. And then she told him, she's like, she's like, apparently she just gave him the sloppiest head to where he forgave everything. He's like, I don't get, he's like, listen, I ain't never had no shit like this in my life. That, that regular shit, it's dry, it's clean, it's Sunday church. This bitch is Freaky Friday. Like, she don't give a damn. It's nasty. And I was like, that's hilarious. Terrible reason to stay with her, but that's fucking hilarious. Just the way she told the story was the fucking best, man. It was great. Yeah, that... I died laughing. See, one of my... one of my So my father gave me a, a lot of nuggets of her advice. One of them was never date crazy. Fuck them, but don't date them, you know? And... Same with never redate an ex. Fuck them, but don't yeah. redate them. Don't go back to an ex and go don't date them again. So, two different reasons, but still, you know, I personally try to avoid crazy, especially now because I'm too old to fucking deal with the cops and bullshit. And no, I just want to go to work, come home, fucking do a podcast and take a nap, and then get up and do some other crazy shit and then go to sleep. Like I'm, I'm just old. I'm too old for all this crazy ass bullshit anymore. I want to eat a fucking sandwich. You know what I mean? Like, I want to come home, make a sandwich, and go to fucking bed. You know what I mean? Like, I want to have a chill-ass day. I don't want to be getting scratched in the back of my head losing brain matter anymore. But, <laughs> so, uh, what's been going on with your week, by the way, man? So, uh, I started I started a diet. They started this workout challenge at work, and they brought this scale in. So, yeah, I, I had been wanting to lose weight because I went, I went to the doctor. Like, I went to the clinic or whatever to go get, like, a, like an STD test or whatever the fuck. And so, want to go get a regular checkup. To me, not a big deal. I step on the scale. That bitch said two hundred five. I said the fuck. And then they're like, "You gotta have high blood pressure." I'm like, "That must be the wrong chart. That must be somebody else." And they're like, "No, no, no. Like you got high blood pressure." And I'm, I'm like, "That's a twenty nine. What you mean I got high blood pressure?" Turns out it was from coffee. But <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I stepped on the scale. It said two hundred five. I said two hundred five. The fuck. I said, hold on, let me take these boots off real quick. I stepped back on, it's like 204.8. I'm like, God damn. So I was, I was big the motherfucker, man. I was like, I'm too goddamn big. So they started this, and it's crazy, man. It's like the stars aligned. It's like, I know that your lazy ass will not lose weight. But like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm weird. I'm a very competitive person. So they started this like weight loss competition at work. And uh, man, I'm fucking, I'm fired up for that shit. I'm, I'm back down now. I weighed myself this morning. I just broke back down into 189 so i'm fucking like ready i started eating better and i started drinking these like shakes in the morning and shit like that it's a it's a cucumber a stick of celery a green apple spinach kale and uh a slice of pineapple and i just i drink that in the morning have my coffee drink water and then i try to wait to eat till about like eight o'clock which for me that's late because i go into work at 2 30 so i'm up from 1 30 so i try to wait at least seven eight hours till i eat anything like solid and shit like that. And I would have like, I've ate the same thing for the past three days. I, I get a steak with roasted veggies and a salad. And and I only get a half serving of ranch. I only use half the ranch that they give me. So that way I'm not adding just extra bullshit calories. But I've been doing good, man. I've been losing weight. I've been losing weight. I'm back down to 189. Try pushing the shake till later in the day. So I, I've, I've been doing intermittent fasting for about a month and a half now. And uh, I plateaued, and actually this week I started doing uh, yoga, this uh, app that I got fucking recommended because I'm a fat ass, and, you know, Instagram popped it up on my – but, uh, yeah, I started doing yoga, and, man, it, it's it's been great. Like, I'm getting more stretchy, more flexible, um, activating muscles that I, like, I didn't know I had or forgot I had or whatever. Um, but, yeah, with intermittent fasting, like, you get uh, more ketones. Yeah. It basically helps you burn fat and make your body um, – flush out toxins and shit the longer you can put a off eating so if you can go into like 20 hours of not eating that's even fucking great so black coffee or coffee with um non-dairy creamer is okay water but as long as you don't have anything that has any sugar or any calories in it then um or once you start eating something so that shake will kind of break your fast but if you can push that shake you know like just make it and drink it even two hours after you wake up instead of first thing when you wake up 
you can get, you'll probably end up with more benefits and be able to lose more weight that way. Um, but anyways, uh, and this was me from fucking okay. back in 05. Like I went from 358 to 220 ish, uh, from, I don't remember how, what my BMI was. It was fucking retarded, like 40% body fat down to 12 at, at 220. That's, that's like Off football player build. Um, and I was, but it, it's fucking expensive to be that big, to, to be that size. It's, you know, eating every few hours, having like tons of chicken, tons of turkey, and that shit ain't cheap anymore. And especially back then and having to take supplements and all the other shits you got to take with it is just too expensive to be a big, you know, bodybuilder shape, bodybuilder um, size type of guy. So now I just try to go for more dysfunctional strength. I don't care about having a six pack. I just want to be able to like touch my toes and toss a medicine ball like 20 feet in the air and not have to like, you know, be hurting for three days afterwards. Yeah, man, I fucking, I, so where I noticed the weight was like, I quit smoking cigarettes and I still needed that like mouth to hand motion, uh, that uh, hand to mouth motion. And man, I just was like snacking all fucking day. Like I was eating those, like those chili mango slices. Like I would eat that first thing in the morning. Cause there's like a gas station down the street from my job and they're open 24 hours. So I would go there, get one of those munch on that shit, drive for a little bit, stop at a different gas station, get me like a protein bar. And you know, that shit's all fucking fat and carbs and shit. Eat me a protein bar. Then I'd stop again, like maybe an hour or two later, get a bag of chips, munch on that fucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Then I'm drinking beer on the fucking weekends and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And then I'm eating two big ass meals a day where like I go to Waffle House I get a waffle, I get the double hash browns, I get the eggs, the bacon. Yeah, the All-American. You know what I'm saying? I get like... Oh, the All-Star, no, the All-Star. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, <sighs> yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, the All-Star. I get the I get the All-Star, man. And then, you know, the, peca- the, the fucking waffle can't be regular, man. I'm either getting the pecan or I'm getting the chocolate chip, which makes it a thousand times worse. So I'm just stuffing my fat ass fucking face. And then, I, like I said, I started realizing how big I was getting because, you know, like I, I would wear like medium shirts and then I started putting my shirts on and they're just getting a little bit tighter and a little bit tighter. And now like I look like a goddamn cartoon and I'm like, shit, man, I'm getting way too big. But now my clothes are starting to fit me uh, more to a decent size again because like all the really all the bloating has gone down most of it. So the, the real problem was like, so I got like tattoos on my body and shit like that. And I got these three girls on my stomach. And so like the middle one has a gag ball. <laughs> she has like a, a ball gag in her mouth. And so. I got so fucking big, I could see the ball gag. And I was like, that's that's too big. I was like, I, I don't like that. Because regularly, I could just see her eyes. Now I can see the ball gag. I'm like, oh, that's that's poking out too far. Now I'm back just oh, the eyeballs. Man. I can't see the ball gag no more. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> There's a, what is it, that, that dicky-doo disease where your, your belly sticks out further than your dicky-doo. So, yeah, you don't, you don't want to get there. No. Uh, well, you know, luckily I'm blessed. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's never going to be a problem. But... <laughs> Nah, yeah, no, that 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 was a a serious issue. Like I said, I was just taking a piss one morning and I saw the ball gag, and I was like, "Well, I've never been able to see that before. Like, this has got to be a problem." And then they told me I weighed two hundred five. I was like, (laughs) "Bitch, I'm fat." I was like, "God damn it, I lose weight." Fuck, it's crazy. See what else? What other? Oh, hell yeah. I always make the joke. I'm like, I always weigh so much. It's because my dick weighs 12 pounds. So we could just take that off the scale. That will probably make it go down lower. The nurse did not think that was funny. He was uh, visibly upset. <laughs> and I'm sorry to that young man. <laughs> oh, shit. Huh. Let's see what else. What are the red flags we got? Hmm. Oh, my week. Oh, no, hold on. What's been going on with your week, man? Uh, What's been going on with your week real quick? Having to work late. Red flags. Uh, had one of my guys be a no call no show, so that's gonna be fun and doing. I'm gonna do a write up tomorrow because I like the guy. He's a fucking great worker, hard worker. But man, he's got a girlfriend that's um, yeah, no. Now he don't show up. He's got a girlfriend that's uh, a drug addict. I don't know if she still <laughs> is or she's not, but like apparently he's been in love with her since like high school, and they've been off and on, off and on. And so whenever they're on, he's off at work. So it's just like fuck, you know. But anyways, um, I saw I was late today because I had to like fucking put on my tools and get all greasy and dusty and shit today. And I had to fucking come home and rush to take a shower. So, um, but yeah, no, the week's been going great. Just, uh, I one issue today, so can't complain. I mean, I could, but 
only I can fix it. But yeah, nothing's nothing's bad. Everything's going great. Um, just can't wait for the weather to get warmer so I can start riding my bike to work. Motorcycle. There you go, man. It's hot as fuck over here, dude. It got up to it got up to eighty two today. <laughs> I'm like, this is unholy. I'm like, how the fuck we just go from like a winter freeze mm. to just hot as balls? I'm like, we just skipped spring. We, never we have, were like, well, spring, you're never not have needed. Spring. We have it, two seasons uh, in Texas: summer, summer, yeah, fall, a couple of days of winter, summer again. Yeah, man, we get two weeks of fall, like a weird month of winter, and then the rest of the year is just fucking hot, just hot as fuck. It's hotter than Satan's toenails. Like, this shit is ridiculous, man. <laughs> it's it's dumb. Speaking of coworkers not showing up, man, uh, we had some shit happen a couple weeks ago. It was fucking hilarious. I hired this new guy. He didn't show up for like two days because I'm supposed to be training him or whatever the fuck. And then he shows up on Monday, and they're like, hey, uh, Boogie, take, uh, take the new guy. I was like, all right, got it. So I take the new guy, and I was like, hey, man, they told me you were supposed to start like last Thursday. The fuck happened? He was like, I, I went to jail. I was like, what? I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause he said I, I went to he said I went to jail and then just started <laughs> looking out the window. I'm like, oh, uh, time out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you can't say that shit and then just come back. Like I'm like, are you on bond? Like, like the fuck? I'm already in trouble. Like I can't be around bad people. You got to go back. And then he's like, no nah, man, I had like unpaid uh, uh like traffic tickets. And I was like, oh, you sat in city for the weekend. He was like, yeah, come on, pay that shit. I said, smart man. I did the exact same shit. Cause I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna pay for no fucking city tickets, guy. I'm like, the fuck I look like, you know what I'm saying? I had like eight hundred dollars worth of fines. I was like, bitch, fuck you, because uh, man, I forgot what happened. I don't know how I racked up eight hundred dollars, but I racked up eight hundred dollars worth of fucking fines. I go to traffic court, and they're like, you could pay eight hundred dollars, or you could spend four days in city jail. And I was like, ooh, city jail, that's four days for one. I was like, they do four for one over there. I was like, then if I get a trustee job, I get five for one. So I could literally just spend like a day and a half in city jail. And I was like, fuck it, sign me up for city jail. And then he was like, all right, there you go. He was like, he was like, bailiff, take him away. Took me away. Sure enough, I spent two days in, in city jail because I became a trustee just fucking uh, handing out lunch trays mm. to the crackheads that are there for the weekend. And that shit was great, man. $800 just right off for two days worth of my time. I called into work. I said, I'm not going to be in. For two days, and I might be late Monday. I'm not sure yet. And they're like, "All right, fuck it." And everything was all good. This is like years ago, though. That's when I was a degenerate, guys. That's when I was no, a but degenerate. Didn't they say? So like at least ago. I remember. Or maybe it was county that had the. You can come in, check in at like 10 p.m., get processed in. They let you out at midnight, and it counts for two days. That way, they don't have to feed you or house you. You just kind of just sit around in a holding tank. And so you would do that like every other day, so you can come in, get two days taken off of your time. But you're only serving like three hours a day. Yeah, that's county, and you get, it's uh, extenuating circumstances. So we had like this one guy who was in my pod, and so man, I forgot what the fuck he did. He did something. I can't, shit, I can't remember. But he would literally like he would get processed Friday, come in on Friday, go back to his old bunk, come there Friday, Sunday morning they call him out, and then he's processed out by the time Sunday comes. So literally, he just would have to give up his weekend basically. Is what he would do. He'd come in Friday night. He'd have to check in at 9 p.m. Checks in at 9 p.m. He makes it to the pod like around like midnight. Goes there. Goes to sleep. Wakes up late as fuck on Saturday. Does his thing. Goes to sleep. Wakes up Sunday and is then fucking gone. And I'm like, ain't this about a bitch? But would you do but, that? Would you, do, you know, would you do time? Like let's yeah. say you, got, you have to serve a year. But because you're doing just the weekends. No, I know I did you time, did, guy. but I did if you had the option, would you rather do a year straight or would you rather do like four years giving up your weekend? Mm. I'd do a year straight. Only because I, I've been through the process to where like, uh, I kind of know the ins and outs and I already know like where I have to switch my brain to, to where it's like, okay, just going to shut off everything and just kind of like live this jail life for a year and then be completely done with it instead of, Four years, this yeah. is a fucking bitch. I never have a weekend again type shit. You know what I'm saying? Because just like you'd never be able to date. Like not not really. You know what I'm saying? Because a girl's one going to go out on the weekend and you just keep telling her like, oh, you know, I, I'm busy on the weekend. My job sends me out of town on the weekend. Like ain't nobody going to believe that bad shit. You know what I'm saying? You're a Google search away. So, you know, it, it is what it is. We're speaking of Google searches, actually, man. This is a 
this is a red flag, a big red flag. Hopping back into that, women that will call the police on you, that is a red fucking flag, because, so, uh, a, a situation happened here in Houston, right? I was on probation for my original crime of aggravated robbery. I was on probation. Bam, I'm on probation. I get with this girl. She she has a kid. Okay, she she already had the kid. She's not my kid. She already had the kid. So I come in playing stepdaddy and whatnot. Yeah, up. And then, uh, the, the yeah, kid ends up getting hurt. Right. Well, she was in a. She was a an immigrant. She was a. She was illegally here. So the DA told her, "Hey, if you say that uh, he hit the kid and that he has a history of it and it's happened before, like, and you're willing to testify, we'll push for you to get a green card." She agreed to it naturally, so she agreed to that. So I get it. I get a case put on me, and then I have to go back to jail because it's a violation of my probation. Get found innocent on all counts, but I'm all over. Uh, K-H-O-U, ABC News, and all that bullshit. Fox, whatever the fuck. I'm all over that shit. And so I'm there. My time is rough as fuck because these guys are thinking that I'm, you know, fucking little kids up and shit like that. And so then my my trial date comes up. Now she refuses to testify because she's like, I feel bad I lied. So now my attorney wants to get her on the stand to be like, say fucking that. Say that they pressured you, they gave you these false promises, blah, 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 whatever the fuck. But... When I got out, I realized that news article was still up about me. So then I reached out to to this news source and I was like, hey, can you take down this article that you guys wrote that's in your archives because it's not true? And they're like, well, no, because we did report on it. And if you look, there's an addendum. I'm like, where the fuck is the addendum at? In the tiniest letters at the bottom, it says that I was found innocent. And I'm like, motherfucker. So when I first got out and I, I first started dating, and, you know, I'm giving people my names and, and, you know, I'm giving people my name and stuff like that, my government name. And they're, you know, their friends are Googling me because they're like, oh, let me see what this man look like. And then you give it a quick Google search. This terrible crime pops up and they're not reading a fucking addendum because they're not reading the whole article. They're reading the fucking headline, which sounds terrible. So I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. So women that will call the police on you. And that and this is where I fucked up at. That was not the first time she called the police on me. All right. <laughs> The first time she called the police on me, she came home drunk and woke me up, and I had to be at work in like two hours. And it was her and her friend. They came home drunk as fuck, being loud and obnoxious. And I told them, I was like, hey, man, like y'all are being loud and obnoxious. I got to get up for work in like two hours. Like, you know, have some fucking respect. I pay the bills around here. Like, you know, fucking chill out. There was no chill, guys. There was no chill. And they fucking got mad. Long story short, she got mad and fucking bit me. She She bit me. And I freaked out, so I like, I like, so, uh, this is going to sound crazy. So I grabbed the bottom of her nose, and I go like this, so that way her head will like naturally go back. For those that don't know, if you grab the bridge of somebody's nose like this, and you push up, naturally that hurts like a motherfucker, so they want to pull away. So I do that to her, and so she like gets off me. But when I do that, she like makes herself flip over the bed, and her friend is there. Friend calls the cops, say that I hit her, or whatever the fuck. Cops show up, they're like, hey man, uh, you know, domestic disturbance, whatever the fuck, put me in handcuffs, put me in the back of the car once they realize I got a record. And then uh, I'm like, listen man, she she assaulted me, and then that I just pushed her to get off of me. And they're like, what do you mean she assaulted you? I said, if you pull my shirt down, I said, I have a bite on my chest. And I was like, and it still fucking hurts, so I think she left a mark. And they pull my shirt to the side, and sure enough, I have her teeth marked like on my chest and a little bit of blood. And they're like, oh shit. So they go over there. And after I told them the entire story and they're like, hey, listen, y'all are assholes. He's got to go to work. And so it turns out y'all are just dicks. And it turns out you bit him first. So we're going to leave. And then they're like, uh, who's the apartment under this, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, it's mine. It's my apartment, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they make her fucking leave after she causes a scene. Like you gonna kick me and my baby out. And I'm like, you sure weren't giving a fuck about that baby when you took a chunk out my chest? But, yeah, if somebody's willing to call the police on you, man, for shit that you didn't do wrong, that's a giant fucking red flag. Run away in the opposite direction as fast as you can, especially if you're on probation. And that was Boogie Storytime, guy. <laughs> oh, man, there's there's so many red flags there. So many red flags there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so many. So many. Exactly. Again, back to the yeah. physical assault. 
<laughs> oh god same girl Jesus. from that story also you don't learn yep no you didn't <laughs> same you know? girl that's what i said like, i didn't learn there, there's I, some I lessons that are no, okay to not learn the first time like a hot chick does not equal hot sex like it, it's hot oh yeah hey she's probably good in bed no that's not always no. the case sometimes yeah exactly. sometimes or most of the time they're pillow princesses sometimes they bother you know throw their throw their back into it and rarely they're hot and are good in bed. Um, that, that's a lesson I didn't want to learn because I liked all my friends being jealous of, you know, this hot ass chick that I had on my arm and the other hot ass chick that they knew that they, that they saw me with two nights before and the hot ass chick that I'm, we're going to go to the beach with, you know, to Galveston the next day, you know, whatever, like you just being able to be that guy that has all these hot chicks, even though they fucking sucked at bed, even though they bit my dick whenever they're trying to give me head, all that shit didn't matter because my friends were jealous. And then I realized, you know what? Oh, my friends aren't giving me head. My friends aren't getting me off. So why do I care? What do they think? I'm going to focus on getting a good bad bitch. So anyways, that's a lesson that's worth putting up with and learning the hard way. But, you know, having a chick call the cops on you. <laughs> I'm going to say your lesson was way better than mine. <laughs> yeah, your lesson was way better less than hassle, mine. Though. A lot less hassle. <laughs> uh, Yours was a harmless lesson. Yeah, mine definitely had a lot more consequences. Ended up doing five years, so mm. thanks. But, you know, it is what it is. This is the fucking past now. I don't care. But I really wish that news source would take that story down. I already it's told you how to circumvent that. We can, we can talk sucks. off air about but anyway, doing that if, you, if you're serious. That way, whenever you give out your name, there's nothing attached to it. No, I I, I do remember that because, like... And see, that's why, like, I, I mostly use my alias, but also, like, for my original crime, right, like, my, my actual, like, aggravated robbery, like, that's already been expunged from my record, you know what I'm saying? Because it's already been seven years, went through the, the court process, all that shit, like, that shit has gone off my record. So, like I said, that's what sucks, because then when they try to look me up for my original crime, because then they're like, well, maybe. The original crime don't pop up, so now they think I'm just lying and that I went to, to prison <laughs> for five years for this fucking fucked up thing, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. I mean, luckily, I don't have to worry about that anymore. You know what I'm saying? But before, that was a fucking problem. Uh, yeah, that yeah, especially with employers and with yeah, that's gonna be an issue. But whatever. Uh, it was really like just speaking from the dating aspect. Like, if a chick had kids, I knew I was fucked. I'm like, I'm already like not winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just have to make such a great impression that she's like. Let me give him a chance to explain this. And even then, I explain it sometimes, and they're still like, uh, it's a no-go for me, big dog. You know what I'm saying? They're Randy Jackson on American Idol. It's a no for me, big dog. <laughs> is there still American Idol? Is that shit still on? But hey, it is what it is. Yeah, but they got so many new judges and so many people just go on there for fucking clout and fame and shit like that. Like, I found out that people go on there purposefully being terrible singers, and they go there with, like, a gimmick and shit like that. Just to get on TV and be made fun of. Just so then that way they can use that to be like, people like are like, man, I got to look this fucking person up because there's no way this bitch is that crazy or this dude is that, this delusional. You know what I'm saying? And then it kind of just like leads people into their content and shit like that. Smart. Which, hey, I, I get it, I guess. I mean, I don't really get it because I'm not an attention whore. But I say that while I'm on a podcast. But you know what I mean? Like... I, I get it, I guess. I, I understand the thought behind it. Hmm. Fucking crazy these days. Yeah, people do anything for clout, man. All right, God, give me one more red flag red before flags, we get up out of here, man. Um, Just a good one. Fuck, give me a green flag. You know Let's That's do that. Let's end on a positive note, God. Give me a green let me, flag. Let me come up with one, because you probably were thinking about this for a second anyways. Um, green flags... Oh, well, shit. I was not. This came off the top of my head, guy. Like most of my life, I am improvising this. But no, I got it, though. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, a, a, a green flag for for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a woman cutting off her male friends because it makes you uncomfortable. That is a green flag for me. Because realizing that, some, that something makes your partner uncomfortable and then adjusting... You know what I'm saying? And this goes for both sexes. This is not, again, just only for women. But realizing that something really makes your partner uncomfortable and then adjusting that because even though you may not agree with it or you may not think it's, it's uh, quote unquote right or whatever the fuck, 
but taking their feelings into consideration and being like, my man doesn't like that I have male friends for whatever fucking reason. I'm not going to ask the why. I just know that he doesn't like it. And I want to make my partner happy. That, that's, that's, that's a, a good one specifically. I was, uh, before you said anything, I like, oh, have my answer. And I'm not trying to showboat you. It's just like the broader picture of what you specifically said. So conflict resolution. Basically, Amen. if there's something that you disagree on, that you yeah. can either agree to disagree or, or come to a resolution like, okay, hey, you know, I don't like you doing this or I like that you do that, you know, reaching to that conclusion that's going to make things better for the relationship that you're going to work together towards it and not have any animosity or not get into an argument or not hold any grudges because, you know, you didn't get your way, that you're negotiating for what you want in the end. So you have a specific example. I'm just saying like in the broad sense, hey, that's always good because you know that later on in the relationship, if something comes up, you can handle it like adults instead of like children. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely fucking great, man. And if you want more gems like that, make sure to check out Susias Are My Favorite. Available everywhere you get podcasts. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, fucking everywhere. Make sure you go there. If you want to check out my boy's website, go to susias.com. X Y Z. That's susias.xyz. So if you have any complaints, any problems, you can hit up Guile uh, personally and he will give you the fucking smoke and the fire, which thank <laughs> God because I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. But... <laughs> all right, guy. I... I've shouted out all your social oh, media, shit. man. Let me see Fuck, how much. Got it. Now I got to do this. Go ahead, hit it. Fuck, it is block underscore. Productions, yeah, know, cement block productions. My bad, cement block underscore productions on Instagram. You can uh, hit up Boogie. He's not going to talk to you there. He doesn't give a shit. He just posts up random things and he'll comment on you, but he's not going to answer you unless like you really bring some smoke. And then he's got to bring it up on an episode later. But for the most part, you know, a lot of the the episode ideas that we have come from you guys and. It's either a direct response to you or just giving us a perspective like, hey, you know what? We never thought about it. Let's have a conversation about it. So you guys matter. You guys are important. Come talk to us. Come hit us up. Let us know. We'll come back to you. We'll let you know what's going on in our lives and how to respond or deal with the situation. Definitely, man. I say you can get Block Talk everywhere. Also, that there's podcasts. It's also available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good fucking jazz. And, uh, I, I will respond to you if it's if you want to have a serious conversation. Once it turns into you coming with that holier art than thou bullshit and this, you know, if you come to me with some Christian fascism on the shit I got to say, I don't want to hear your bullshit. Keep that to yourself, goddammit. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Christians. I'm just saying if you come from a fascist standpoint, leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? But thank you guys so much for listening, man. Make sure you like, subscribe, go check out all the other podcasts that we have. A lot of great content. Kyle's here for the rest of the fucking season and hopefully more seasons to come. I hope because as long as uh, we come here, hopefully you come at home. That's on again. But anyway, y'all have a good night. <laughs>